I think the government's planning a hoax alien invasion. So they're setting us up. You think so? They First they leaked some things and then they're like disclosure. Now there's fucking weird balloons. Now we're going to the moon. I mean, it's like they're setting it up for a hoax alien invasion so that we all have to do New World Order shit. Welcome to the Shit They Do Not Tell You About podcast. Hello, and I'm my, Nikki Limo. And my name is Stephen Green. And, and it's Shit They Don't Tell You. And today we are discussing Dis- one of my favorite topics. And it is um, about aliens. Don't turn off the, don't turn it off. I thought you were going to say crypto, but you said aliens. Now you got my attention. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. No, look, this is, this is one of those stories that <clears throat> I think is so interesting that I, I don't, know that I can even believe that it actually happened because it's so wild and out there. Hmm. Some may say it didn't happen, but it could have happened. It could have happened. Yeah. But the idea that actual human beings went through this, did this, experienced this, it's too unfathomable for my little brain, I think, to understand. And yeah. so I just refuse to believe that it's true. So are you approaching this like this is just a fictional story or do you think that it actually might be true? I have honestly no earthly idea. You like, you like how I did that? <laughs> but I think it's fascinating. Okay. And as a storyteller and all that kind of stuff, like I love stories and stuff like that. Okay. Like it's a fascinating conspiracy. I like fascinating. So the th- the part that makes it fascinating for me is all the parts that could be true. Yes. Okay. And well, we'll get to it. So okay. it's called Project Serpo. Yeah, let's not hype it up and not tell them what's about. Have you heard about Project Serpo? I've before? heard that name before, but I can't recall the actual story involved. Maybe as you go along, I will remember. So Serpo is a planet. Okay. Okay. And okay. I think I may have heard this story. Serpo's a planet. Yeah. It's in the Zeta Reticuli star system, which is and that's facts. Heavy in UFO lore. I don't know that it. No, I don't think that's facts. I don't okay. think that they know that there's know. a planet there or whatever. Okay, we don't know. Serpo, I don't know if Serpo actually exists. But we know that there is a Zeta Reticular star system. You can actually see it. Yeah. If you're in a certain place at a certain time of night, you can see it like with your own eyes. I think Capex was from there. Exactly. It's like heavy, heavy, heavy in UFO lore. Yeah. Zeta Reticular star system is binary star system. Mm-hmm. Bob Lazar talked about it too. Okay. Yeah. It's it's heavy. Deep it seems the- like there could fathomably be life on a planet in that star star system. Yes. Okay. Um, well, we don't know. I mean, who the yeah, hell knows? We don't know. Yeah. Right. But the fascinating thing is that there, you know, after Roswell, there were apparently there was two crashes at Roswell. Okay. Okay. And. We obviously recovered like some craft, you know, air, some kind of craft. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever it was, we recovered it. And something, there was an incident that happened around that time. And that is where Project Serpo begins. Um, Has the government admitted that we found a craft now? No. Oh, okay. Well, there's anonymous sources inside the government who say that we recovered a craft. Mm-hmm. And that we, we've had multiple craft over the years. That okay. was in a New York Times article that we discussed on this pro- program. Oh, and Bob Lazar said Bob he was, Lazar hi- talked about this he was like hired years to ago. reverse engineer some of those crafts. Yes. Yes. And then it was later brought up in the New York Times article that we discussed, I think, three or four years ago. Okay. About disclosure. Okay. Okay. So. Well, I know they disclosed a bunch of shit. I just wasn't sure. They disclosed sure if- that there's UAPs that they call them, right? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And that we don't know what the hell they are. And that there there's just some instances that they cannot explain. And so there's no way that they could just say, we know what this is. But we know it's some kind of advanced. Right, they changed the name from UFO to UAP. Exactly. It's, it's all branding. <laughs> sounds like it's- WAP now. <laughs> I know, right? Unidentified ass pussy. <laughs> So there, there was a crash, right? It, okay. it involved two extraterrestrial aircraft. Um, and this team reports the crash to the Lincoln County Sheriff's Department. A deputy arrives the next day. This is in Roswell. Mm-hmm. Deputy arrives the next day and summons a state police officer. And they found a live entity, which they called EBE or extraterrestrial biological entity. It was like hiding behind a rock. Uh-huh. The entity was given water. The entity declined food and was later transferred uh, to Los Alamos National Labs. Mm-hmm. Um, the information eventually went to the Roswell Army Airfield and the site got examined. They removed all the evidence. They started to transport you know, the craft eventually to Ohio. Okay. First they brought it to Roswell, then they ran to Ohio. Um, there was also alien bodies that were recovered there that they moved to a refrigeration um, place 
in so right field. Like an autopsy or something. Yeah, well, so they could study the, yeah the bodies exactly. When I was little, I remember watching this thing on TV called Alien Autopsy, and it looked really real. But like, why would they show that? You know? Well, it wasn't. That okay. was like a known hoax. Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, I saw it as a kid. It was a, a ratings bonanza, though. Okay. I saw it too. That's fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, <clears throat> so check this out. Okay. The live entity established communications with them and provided them with a location to his home planet. The entity remained alive. So this is 46, 1946. Okay. It remained alive till 1952 when he died. But before his death, he provided us with a full explanation of items found inside the crafts. One was a communications device. Wait, who died? The alien? The alien died. Okay. On yeah. Earth? Yeah, on Earth. Okay. Um, he was trying to, he, he made contact with his planet with okay. this communication device. Oh, it was like E.T. phone home. Like, like, e. phone and home. he couldn't phone home. And but they it's, didn't year, it's like tw- 20, 30 years before E.T. phone home. Well, maybe they based it off that. Right. So then they say in 1965, they established an exchange program with the aliens, which is a hilarious thing to say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> they carefully selected 12 military personnel. They say 10 men and two women. There's a lot of debate about it, 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 like with this particular topic. Yeah. That they say there's no women sent. Some people say there was more women sent. I don't know why everyone gets hung up on it. On this detail? Yeah, that's yeah, such a weird detail to get hung but up on. But as I was researching this, like there's like a bunch of like ex-colonels and shit or whatever. Like why does it matter? I don't get it. Okay. I don't know. Um. So then, you know, they get trained, they get vetted, and then they get removed from the military system, right? So like, you don't exist in the military anymore. Your names are wiped in, from all the databases. Right, you're, you never existed you, now. Yeah, you don't exist. You don't have a social security number. I don't know not. about that, but okay. they definitely are, are removed from the military. Okay. I so, thought they were removed altogether, but okay. I mean, it's way sicker that they are removed altogether. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, I mean, now you have to create a whole new backstory. So, so after these people are vetted, uh-huh. they are taken to a northern part of the Nevada test site where aliens landed and the 12 Americans boarded the craft and left. So one entity was, one of the EBEs got left on Earth while we sent 12 human beings to their home planet. Why do you call them EBEs? What is that? Extraterrestrial Biological Entities. EBE. Oh, so not ETs anymore. Why do they change all the freaking acronyms? I don't know. I'm so confused. Okay, so they left one of their own and then traded for humans? Yeah. Okay. 12 humans so that we could research their home planet and like how they do stuff. Okay. And then the and aliens- they can research our planet? Yo, they wanted to check out how we're making all these video games and I stuff. feel like they could have researched our planet anyway. Like we don't get to set permissions. <laughs> they have like all the advancements. Yeah, I don't get it <laughs> like, either. They don't need to even make this negotiation. This is like us trading humans with hamsters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, hamsters, you have- <laughs> You got a human. Yeah, we all sacrifice ourselves in order for you to go. Do you think the human who's stuck with the hamsters is just like, God damn it, dude. Like, like- the punishment. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, this, this why guy, would they agree to do he that? He has to sit with us and like, <laughs> that sucks. Although, okay, I will say that the, the like this one like little tidbit, and like I'm sure there's like a thousand ways this is debunked or justified, but we really did like advance technology at a very rapid pace around right after this time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For like how like we got the microchips we got lasers, and all the cool we got, stuff. Yeah, like all of a sudden like crazy advancements in technology like at a rapid pace and yep. then nothing after that. Like it just kind of like like a rapid burst and then nothing. Think about how video games was. Yeah. And then Nintendo 64. Like we don't even have flying cars. Exactly. The fuck. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the the aliens take the 12 human beings. Yeah. On a 9-month trip. So, you know, a lot of the things that we hear about the, the craft is that they can just, like, go instantly wherever the hell they want. Yeah. But apparently this took nine months to okay. go to the Zeta Reticuli Star That's System, weird. which is, like, 30-something light years from the planet Earth. Okay, maybe they're, like, behind other planets. Know, like, right? they're, like, barely more advanced than us then. Right? <laughs> like, why can't they intergalactic space travel really like, fast? Like, quick. Like, nine like, months? nine months is, like, so long. Apparently there was enough room in the craft so that, like, the astronauts could, like, work out and stuff like that. Huh. And it was like purely illuminated from all angles, but they didn't know where the light source was coming from. Um, it's very similar to how Bob Lazar um, described it, how it was like injection molded. Uh-huh. 
like they're saying it it was like there's there's just no they don't see how it was made it was like it was like grown or like 3d printer or some shit how the how the light source was made no the housing for the oh the housing. ufo the inside okay. of the ufo yeah because there's no like seams and like yeah yeah, yeah. To, yeah okay and then um so then a couple things went wrong oh shit the the 12 people remained at projects or at serpo which is the planet right they uh-huh. they go to to serpo yeah and Apparently, um, one of the astronauts—I guess I'll call him—I don't know what else to call him—died. Yeah. Um, he had some kind of normal problem that just he couldn't adjust to their atmosphere because apparently it's very hot. Okay. It's like a desert planet. They described it like Arizona or like. Oh, maybe that's why they land in Nevada and Arizona all the time. Like Sedona and and Nevada, like have it. like the highest concentration of. UFO landings and sightings and all kinds of shit. Maybe because it's like their planet. I didn't even think of that. That's such a good point. Yeah. Maybe they only come, have they only come during the summer? I feel like they'd but, only like visit during the summer. <laughs> but that's like we live in Vegas, right? Yeah. And like we go vacation in Atlantic City. Yeah. It's like, why would you do that? You already li- you already live. Well, what, if they, what if they're not here for vacation? No, but don't you want to check out something like different? It's like going, like why would you go to where you already no, i'm saying maybe they can't handle it oh maybe yeah like sure. maybe like if it goes below a certain degree like like it's like us going to um like negative 100 degree weather or something like it's not comfortable true um so two two um human beings end up dying on serpo oh not just one guy two yeah two okay um so like just to get get through this real quick right yeah the 12 people they go they come back Te- a decade later. Oh, okay. Right, but not wait twelve. But okay. yeah, so they don't all come back. But the the ones that the craft comes back a decade later, okay. lands in the same spot that they left. Okay, and then they find that like two people are not there anymore. Okay, and then there there was actually um, two more people who chose to just remain on Serpo. Oh, they didn't want to come home. Hmm. Okay, Crazy. Yeah, maybe they maybe. made the little alien babies out there. Who like, knows? They found an alien mistress. Um. EBT, sorry. So after they get back, they get isolated from 1978 until 1984 at various military installations. They wanted to make sure that like, like when the astronauts got back from the moon, Mm -hmm. they got isolated for like, I think it was two weeks. Uh And they basically put them in a, like a a locked container with mice. And if the mice survived, then they were going to be able to be let go. What if they didn't survive? What, like, they just shoot them or I something? I don't know. But what the fuck? Yeah, Michael Collins, who was the, yeah. the third man during the Apollo 11 mission, he was the guy who was up in the orbiter, uh-huh. who was, whose job was to bring them home. Yeah. He described it as like, he's like, yeah, we went in there and we were looking at these mice every day, like hoping that we could see our families, basically. What the fuck? <laughs> like, what would they have done if like the mice died? Like, is it just well, like you're didn't. just detained here forever? I don't know, but they didn't. And so therefore... Michael Collins says that he loves those mice because he got the That's scary as shit. <laughs> Did they agree to that before they went to the moon? I think so. I think it's all part of the plan. Wow. Astronauts is crazy. Also crazy story too about Apollo 11. Mm-hmm. Like the the chance that um, there was a, obviously a chance that the, like Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong wouldn't come home. Yeah. Because of some kind of malfunction. Yeah. And so Michael Collins had like a manual around his neck the whole time that that included like, okay, so now you're going to abandon them and you're going to slingshot around the moon and come home on your own. <laughs> oh my God. Is that wild? That's so crazy. And like knowing that they would even still be alive on the moon, but like there's no way to recover them. <gasps> and so he just has to go home. Oh my, I have chills. Like that that's crazy? like so scary. It's crazy. You know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut because of Berenstein Bears go to the moon and they were like jump and it's like so fun. A magic school bus went there and like it's so fun. And I was like, I don't do that. I want to jump really high and it's so fun. And this kid was like, yeah, but you know, if like you, if you like, if something happens and you run out of oxygen, you die on the moon. And I was like, oh, Damn. <laughs> never mind. I don't want to go. <laughs> I know, right? Crushed my dreams. So I became a YouTuber instead. Exactly. Okay, so that's kind of the the summation of every of like the story right now we can get into detail stuff yeah that's not a fascinating story well it's it's crazy to think that that actually happened sure but like sell me on it okay 
Well, I don't think I'm going to sell you on it. Okay. Because it's just fucking crazy, right? Okay. So when they're on the planet, like I said, it's like Arizona. Mm-hmm. They said that it has two suns. Yeah. So it's like always bright <gasps> out. Maybe that's why they named that one city Tucson, Arizona. Jesus Christ, Nikki. You're actually making better points than I am. <laughs> the planet was tilted, which allowed the northern part of the planet to be cooler. So like when they when they were living there. Yeah. They found that the the we call them we'll call them the aliens, okay? I don't know what else to call them. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's better than trying to keep up with all the letters. So the um they were living like primitively. Like they have these like advanced craft, they go all the way across like the the galaxy quickly, but then they live like hipsters. See, that's what I'm saying. What if they're like not very advanced? Maybe they got banished. Like, you know when they sent all the criminals to Australia and like from the from England? Like what if they're just like a not very advanced race of aliens. <laughs> <laughs> like they drove here in their like eighty six Chevy, in, like two thousand two thousand twenty three. Like, we don't know. And like they don't have that air conditioning in their car even. And they like we're like whoa. Yeah. We don't even have cars yet, so that's crazy. But it's like they're Winnebago. Yeah, exactly. I like that. So it took several months for the humans to adjust to the atmosphere, mm-hmm. and during the adjustment period, they had headaches. The dizziness. So they're just like on a commune on on Serpa. Yeah, <laughs> that and they, sucks. Yeah, and no, and they say that um, like the um, they were they were taking photos of things. Yeah, but the only things that the aliens wouldn't let them take pictures of is, of is with their kids. Oh, okay. So like, don't take the pictures of our kids. kids. Like okay. they had like alien. That's fair. Yeah, they had like like they don't want their alien, kids to be exploited. They had like a I don't know what you call it, a guide or something. Yeah, and they're like, yo, come over here, dude. Well, maybe you know maybe people should take note like maybe they had a whole social media thing where kids were being exploited and they like and like they learned and they adjusted and like we haven't gotten there yet yeah, like they did kid vlogs and like yeah, they're yeah. like whoa this fuck like, well, kids it really up. fucks kids up <laughs> it traumatizes them we know this from thousands of years yeah. of research yeah yeah um so then you know they, they they had sunglasses but they still had so much bright sunlight because two suns yeah that they um and the radiation levels were higher than earth and they were very careful to make sure their bodies were covered up because like, because of all the radiation. Gotcha. The Ebens had no forms of refrigeration except in industry. The temperature of the planet at the center portion stayed between 94 uh, degrees and 115 degrees Fahrenheit. Wait, where? What What did you just say? They had, no, they had the temperature of the planet yeah. at the center okay. was between 94 degrees and 115 degrees. Okay. So it's like where our equator is. What would you say industry? I said they had no forms of refrigeration except in industry. What do you mean in industry? So like it wasn't for like personal use. Oh, okay. They could do so that, in, but they weren't using like that shit. Like industrially, like they used it for like. They don't like freezing meat in their house. Okay. Like they're doing that. They're doing, they do stuff with cold stuff for other things. Oh, okay. So what did they eat? So they eat like wafers basically. Oh. Like they eat, they they like drink water. You go to water. communion and you take the body of Christ. Yeah, apparently, like tastes like nothing. Like it tastes whack. They thought like the 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 scientists were like not vibing with the food either. Mm. Like they were, um, they had gastrointestinal problems for a while. Mm. But then when the aliens had them drink like this, like almost like tang. Uh huh. Like they said that they felt better <laughs> after. I know. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> Who's going to believe this fucking story? Well, so were the humans there to like teach the aliens about agriculture? <laughs> like what? I know, right? Like, no, they what? were No, so the aliens just let them live there and do whatever the fuck they wanted. So like huh. they weren't like it's not like the aliens are asking us questions. Wait, were the aliens like, "Whoa, we've never seen humans before. This is crazy." Like they were they I assume like it was like when I stepped off the plane in Taiwan and people were taking pictures of me. Okay, and but like that's like, what I'm saying, this fucking like white tall dude, they maybe seem he's a, a little basketball too player. comfortable and used to people. They're not like trying to. I'm so like if that happened, like picture that happening on Earth, and then like everyone's just like, yeah, and there's aliens. But what if they're so fucking smart and like they've been apparently they've been coming to Earth for two thousand years? Yeah. So all of them are just used to us. Because I'm saying maybe they're just used to us. Yeah. Okay. Probably too. They they if they've been studying us for two thousand years, we're probably boring. It's kind of exciting to like. Okay, imagine like we have been to gerbil planet before hamster planet but like they've never been to our planet and now little cute hamsters are like playing on our planet like sniffing around like you know when you bring home a new kitten it's kind of cute to like 
watch them do stuff and figure shit out. How long will we think it's cool for, though? Because, like, we went to the moon and now nobody gives a shit anymore. Well, I mean, because we had to stop going. And like, you could say that stupid. we're launching a moon mission tomorrow and, like, barely anyone would even watch it. I think that would be pretty sick. I think it'd be sick, too. But, like, it's but just, I'm a different person. they made us stop thinking about it because they're like, we're not doing it anymore. Actually, NASA said we lost the technology to do that. Too, so, what does that mean? I don't know. But that's what, they they said. that's what they said. There's no, an they, interview. They were unfunded. No, Google it. The there's a guy at NASA. One of the I don't remember his name, but Google it. There's he's an interview. Like, no, he says we don't have the ta- that technology anymore. He's like can he said that like, can wipe the hard drive. He said that. Wow. Yeah, there's a Google it right now, people listening. If you're still in the listening to this episode, <laughs> but like NASA in an interview. <laughs> Um, they said we no longer have the technology to do that and maybe he meant like it got rusted and they don't have the technology to like build it again I don't know but he said that they lost straight up they lost the technology to go to the moon well we're going back in like two years so apparently they found it again so there you go okay it is it is weird that we haven't been there in like 50 years I think the government's planning a hoax alien invasion so they're setting us up you think so? They first they the leaked some things, and then they're like disclosure. Now there's fucking weird balloons. Now we're going to the moon. I mean, it's just like they're setting it up for a hoax alien invasion, so that we all have to do New World Order shit. So you don't that. think it's kind of reruns though? No, because like people are stupid. Like it's just like how like a bunch of TikTokers or TikToker people are doing Jim Carrey impressions, and like this new generation never watched Jim Carrey. So they don't know. That's true. So it's like it's like it's not reruns. Reruns to us, right? Like, we weren't around in the 60s when they were doing all this government CIA shit, so... Yeah, at least they're not doing that anymore. Yeah, at least they're not doing it anymore. Thank God. No, watch, watch. Two, t- between the next two to five years, it's going to be a hoax alien, hoax alien invasion. It makes all the people come together and be like, government, please save us. And then, like, and then we're all fucking slaves to the government. Nikki's on that good, good <laughs> shit right now. I got my tinfoil hat yeah, on. Nikki's you on think the I don't have stuff. a tinfoil hat right now? You're fucking tripping. I love it. Anyway, I make way more sense than this Project Serpo nonsense. Let's go. So the team relocated to like the northern area of the planet because like they're like, fuck this noise. Like we want to go where it's a little cooler. Yeah. And there was more vegetation. Okay. And so the, they do have vegetation. There. They do have vegetation. The aliens don't eat meat. And they have these giant beasts, and apparently the aliens like let us kill one of their beasts to eat it, but they were really confused about it the whole time, and they were like, well, you guys are fucking weird. Yeah, I'd be weirded out yeah, if I- because they don't eat meat. Yeah, if I'd never seen someone kill uh, an animal to consume its flesh, I'd be pretty weirded out if they did that in front of me. So there were leaders, right? They observed leaders, but no real form of government, and like all the- the aliens were just given shit like when they're you know you're just given all the things that you would need so it is like socialism communism it is but like they i think they have access to so much resources that they're just like you just don't need it yeah so here you go yeah i mean i had it's like star treks when we did the like evolution of cult of what's it called civilizations Mm -hmm. when i we did that episode on like those seven levels of civilization advancements like there is a point where everyone's taken care of everyone's needs are taken care of because like we don't need to profit off of anything because we're out exploring other galaxies if energy is like free and yeah. infinite then yeah you really don't need yeah, you to don't need it. worry about shit that's why the government is keeping keeping it keeping secret, energy, secret. Yeah. destroying any technologies that would make energy free love it because how else is it going to make us slaves love it exactly okay so um they had an army which also acted as a police force the humans observed no crimes, really. They didn't see like any kind of turmoil amongst the creatures. Okay. Um, Boring. No guns, no weapons. I know it's super like a aliens Buddhist are temple. just like aliens are just like just really good boys and girls, and just like go and play with Play-Doh all day. What do they do? What do they do all day? So there's a big tower uh-huh. that's like 300 feet up in the air or some shit. Yeah. And. They use it to kind of tell time, and when this, when this like light from the suns hits it at a certain point, they like change shit up. What do you mean change shit? So up? like they'll they start working on stuff, and then like or they'll start resting because mm. like we sleep for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. These little motherfuckers they like chill for like three hours. Oh, they just kind of chill. But it was, <laughs> but it was tough to determine yeah. how long everything was going on for because we couldn't. We had no way to tell time where we there. All of our instruments were all fucked. 
like when it comes to telling time. Right. And they There's had two these suns. two suns. Yeah. So they're like, it's always daytime. Yeah. So they said it was, it, it had an, un, the planet had an unusual orbit and it was really difficult to track like how long things went on for. I see. Yeah. Do you have any info on like what they worked on? Like when they worked on shit, like the aliens, like what the, like, I just want to know how did they spend their time? Cause it's like right now, as much as it sucks to like have to work and pay bills and like blah, 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 and like continue to hustle to survive. It's like, at least you know what you're like, why you're doing something like you're doing it to make money so that you can pay for food. Like there's a whole ecosystem going on about like what makes you get up in the morning um i'm curious i'm like if everything and i have been curious about this like if everyone's needs were taken care of would like are they doing art like are they i always thought that maybe advanced civilizations that had everything taken care of they'd be doing like a lot more art and creativity shit like yeah i don't know that they even do any of that like what do they do well like imagine like if human beings didn't have the selfish need to entertain ourselves yeah like, what if we were evolved to the point where we don't need to do that and we could just, like, kick ass for, like, our civilization? What does kick ass mean? Well, like, progressing things, like, working on stuff. Like, if you're a scientist, uh-huh. right? And let's say you kick ass at sciencing. Yeah. And you're working on cures. But then you get bored sometimes and you got to go watch Netflix or some shit. Yeah. What if you didn't have to do that anymore? I see. What if you could, like, 24-7, 365, every time you have like your when attention. when you're passionate about something. Yeah. And you don't have to stress about shit. Like, there are scientists... Who have to stress grants? Like my brother-in-law has to stress about grant money. And well, shit yeah, like that, that part—that's what I'm saying. That part's removed. But I'm saying, like, what? Like, do they not get bored by the same thing, or do they? Do they have hobbies? I think if you left some of these guys alone, they would just do science all day long. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So like, now they don't have to worry about anything. They can just science it all it's up. A very neurodiverse uh, planet. I suppose. Okay. Okay, so Serpo was estimated to be about 3 billion years old. The two suns were about 5 billion years old. The, the civilization, the Ebis, they call them Ebens. Okay. So there's the greys and there's the Ebens, right? We all know about the greys. Yeah, we the, about the, the greys many times. guys are assholes. Apparently they're from Alpha Centauri. Okay, well they, they're the ones that like to probe the humans. They just treat us like science projects. Yeah, they, like, they make us jerk off into silver dishes and stuff like that. No, more than that. Well, that's... <laughs> they probe your asshole with a giant uh, yeah, metal thing. that too. A significant amount of it is like, they asked me to jerk off into a silver dish. Yeah, and then like the females <laughs> are like, yeah, like I have a half alien child somewhere. Like baby. I had to get... I had they to tore give it birth. my arms. Yeah. <laughs> um, they evolved apparently from another planet, not on Serpo. The original home planet of the Ebens was threatened with extreme volcanic activity, and the Ebens had to relocate to Serpo in order to protect their civilization. This happened about 5,000 years ago. Mm. The Ebens had a great interplanetary battle with another race about 3,000 years ago. So, this is all the history stuff that they learned while they were in, on Serpo. On uh, Serpo school, yeah. In Serpo school, thank yeah. you. Um, the Ebens, during this battle, they lost many thousands of their people and they completely eliminated all their enemies and they haven't fought another war since so they have been space travelers for about 2000 years they first visited earth like i said 2000 years ago oh so wait when they visited it was like jesus times yeah it's like jesus walking around in sandals and yeah or, or i think he had crocs he pride crocs yeah yeah and then be I, historically accurate uh, yeah because they had a lot of water back then, so he was walking, yeah, he was on walking and he was walking on water. He was walking on top of the water. Yeah, though, exactly. With, the crocs. with crocs, but yeah. So that's that's approximately when they would have been here. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so like it's kind of weird because like they come back two thousand years later and it's like shit's changed. It has. <laughs> yeah. Um. So apparently they keep their population pretty limited. So about six hundred fifty thousand. Evens. Mm, how do they keep it limited? Um, I guess they have a very structured civilization. Each male has a mate already. They're allowed to like re- assigned. I think I think so. So it's like assigned. And, and they're allowed to reproduce. And they, apparently they kind of fuck like we do. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like even. What do they look like? Do they look like the little greys, or they look like more people? Like they look similar to the greys to me. I don't. I can't tell the fucking difference between them and the greys, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Um. But they're only allowed to have a certain number of kids, like like the old China, one China, okay. um, yeah. per, one kid per couple policy. Um, apparently, they never saw a family with more than two kids. the The civilization was structured 
so that they planned the birth of each and every child and they spaced them apart to allow proper social grouping. Like mm. totally managed. But like I said. So there's like no soul. I don't know. Like, you, yeah, there's no self-determinism. There's no soul. They got, I bet they don't have jazz music on Serpo because there's, they friggin', there's no music. soul. <laughs> they, they do have jazz music. Like where this is just so mechanical. It makes me depressed, to be honest. Right. To think of a like a world like that, but like I'm sure they don't have the same emotion spectrum, emotional spectrum, because like that sounds so depressing. Well, when is evolving devolving? Because it's like you can almost go to a certain point and then it depends, I guess, on what the um, point of like the goal of the species is. Is it to, you know be as as efficient as possible at building things to get to the next planet or like i mean because if the, you only have a finite amount of resources so i guess keeping the population low makes sense especially if you're like all right we don't know if we can relocate to another planet so it's not like i mean you evolve based off of your environment right yeah i don't know if like we're more evolved or they're more evolved but like I just think that it just feels soulless as a human being to operate that way. What do you think so far about this story? Does this sound just completely and utterly nuts to you? I'm trying to suspend disbelief yeah. so in order to give it a fair shot. But it doesn't sound, I mean, I guess more details would have been, would make it sound more legitimate, like knowing exactly how they um like what their mission was what the point of like all the details of that i guess my thing about this as we approach this break here yeah is it's it's one of those things where i'm like the more i hear about the more it just sounds like something that a human being just completely just came up made with. up yeah. yeah because it's not like i'm hearing about shit and like how shit works yeah like, oh we were able to break down the propulsion system and it can and it can we can do anti-grav or whatever since that's what i'm saying is that like okay well, we're going to go on a break, but when we come back, I'm going to list my qualms yes, and how they how they can adjust to make the story a little bit better or more believable if it, edits. Yeah. You have edits. I have edits for them. Some editors notes. Okay. okay. We'll be right uh, back. Buy what we tell you to buy. Also, it helps the show so much if you check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash sticky. S-T-I-K-K-I. We do monthly free roll poker tournaments i do crypto corner every tuesday night 7 p.m pacific standard time we do a live stream once a month you can get, get the show a day early and we have an awesome discord community the best on, on the parallel. earth yes. maybe in the galaxy because it doesn't sound like they have pretty very cool discords on serpo so no they probably don't even have they probably don't even have it so yeah pretty much the best one see you the see you when we come back from the break Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, 
that would be really awesome for us. Listen, like, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> All right, yeah. So here are some of my qualms starting. Well, I don't know how exactly how many I have, but right away when you're saying like you don't have this detailed information, like they're there for 10 years and they didn't keep a log, like a detailed log. Like even when Captain Cook was like exploring the Americas or wherever he went and explored, I don't really, I'm not a big history buff, but all these like old captains explorers spanish explorers all these people they kept very detailed logs um what's that guy's name our favorite admiral bird yeah he when he was like flying around the fucking world discovering new territories he kept extremely detailed logs of every every place he visited the people that were there what they did how they did things if they had a religion if they were spiritual what their customs were like everything was very logged so how can Either A, they didn't log it, B, they did log it, they're not allowed to disclose it, or C, it never happened. So that's that's uh, one thing that I think is like sus. Yeah, it's super, well, apparently too, they even contracted Carl Sagan to like look at some of their data when they got back. Yeah. And that he was initially like, yo, this is fucking a whack story. Yeah. But then apparently like he started getting swayed, they mm-hmm. say, because apparently there's like 3,000 pages of documents, but- Wait, I'm not... what? So you missed that part? Well, no, I'm just saying like, as I break this data, as I break this information down, yeah, there's nothing in there that's like, here's your irrefutable evidence or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's all very like, well, there's more documents that will probably have details about that, but I can't find them. What do you mean you can't find them? Oh, you can't find them? I can't find them. So maybe the... So they say there's documents. Maybe B, they can't disclose it then. Is yeah, there is the 3,000-page document available to the public? They No. No. Exactly. So they there is... But there's a hell of a lot of, of them. There's a lot of them. At least it's good to know that they, they have They have them. But like, as I'm looking at this shit, I'm like, where is the meat? Uh-huh. Like, where's the good shit? Like, it's just very... like. If if this is a top secret program, right, that got leaked. Yeah. How did it get leaked? That's the other question I want to know. It just started appearing online. Like anonymously? Yeah. It started appearing online. Okay. And there's some, you know, people who claim to be ex-government officials who confirm it, but nobody fucking knows, right? Yeah. Like, is that just a hoaxer? So it's all sus. Also, when you throw in the fact that there was like a whole disinformation act or whatever. Well, yeah, Richard Doty's tied to this too. Yeah. Oh, he is? Richard Doty's tied to this too. He's a... it was part of the, I believe, the Office of Naval Intelligence, uh-huh. and he has been major figure in the UFO community for many years because he was part of a disinformation campaign. So he claims, yes. Well, no, he yeah, he claims, but he also drove this dude fucking batshit yeah, bananas, yeah. and like owned it. So what's his name? Oh man, um, I can't remember the guy's name on the top of my head. Yeah, but yeah, sad story. Mm-hmm. They basically like tricked him made him think that he was looking at alien stuff yeah but he they it was just and they were government. fucking with him yeah they were intercepting radio signals and they were and actually stuff. doing this to him yeah like they, because they thought that he, maybe he was working for the russians yeah crazy story we've talked about that in the, in the past as well um but yeah no so as i look through this particular story like you want to have something that just suspends disbelief and and you're like we have 3,000 pages of documents. We went there for a decade. Yeah. We, we can't give you something. Here's that's what like, we did on a day-to-day basis. Here's what we studied. Here are like part of their plant here's life. Here's a fucking tool that we recovered. Yeah. And like it like makes shit go upside down or something. You know, something nuts. Yeah. There's nothing nuts. It's like we ate Nilla wafers so and So why even tank. come out with your story then? It's like, like what, like what did you go there for? Like, if you're not going to disclose the meat and potatoes, like why disclose it at all? To me, it's like I'm reading like someone's like student film, and I'm like, this is pretty unimaginative. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, it's like a good 
a good idea for a story, but then you're not like really Are giving people us... people going to light us up in the comments like there actually is like a lot of details? No, there is a lot of details out uh -huh. there, but I'm just saying nothing that like suspense disbelief makes you go, holy shit, well, there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could, I could, I could spend a lot of time just sitting here going, and then the Ebens, like they have sex like we do. And it's like, cool, dude. You know what I mean? Like it's like nothing like banana balls. I think when I heard this story and it was a while ago, um, I also heard that like, so there's two astronauts that didn't survive the initial travel, the yes. nine month journey. And so um, when they got there, they were promised they were, that the astronauts could have the bodies of those two people to give them a proper burial. Mm -hmm. But um, the Ebens took the bodies to go work on. They took them to like this place. And, and they were making hybrids. And they were making hybrids of all kinds of different. Yep. Uh, that's part of the story like too. Grotesque creatures. Yep. You can talk about that part. Well, yeah, that's part of it. I mean, um, the scientists were freaked out by it because mm -hmm. they saw, you know, another part of this too is they like when Ebens give birth, yeah. like the kid apparently ages really quickly. Oh. And so they were making hybrids with human beings and Ebens. And so they were like, they were seeing like, he, like Ebens, but with human hands and stuff like that. Ebens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, one guy said it was like the most grotesque looking creatures he's ever seen in his life. Yeah. And they communicated with them using like kind of sounds, but also sign language. Mm. But then the Ebens had some kind of translation unit when they were in Nevada to set up the deal about like human. See, this is like a sus too. Cause like all the other alien stories, they just telepath it to you. They like talk to you in your brain. I know it's super, it's no, this is super. This needs work. It needs it, work. Yeah, it's all over the place. Like whoever designed this story, it needs work or it doesn't need work. And I'm like, we're just stupid because like it's, the, it's like Occam's razor, like this, the simplest thing is true mm -hmm. like where they're like no this just really happened yep. like <laughs> you know um when one of the people died right yeah the the ebens witnessed human beings crying mm -hmm. and they were like you know they they were kind of showing themselves to be caring so they um stepped in and offered to attempt some sort of medical care but the doctors were like yo this guy's dead and they allowed the Ebens to try some stuff. Mm -hmm. And apparently the Ebens transported the team member's body um, to a large building and they used a large examination table to view the body and they ran like this bluish green light beam over the body and watched a display that appeared on a large screen that looked like a television screen and the readouts were written in even so nobody knew what the hell they were like was going on. Mm -hmm. um, but they were not able to um, to do anything until they administered some liquid through a needle, and this was done several times, and then eventually the heart started beating. Oh. Yeah, so the the doctors knew the internal organs of the body were damaged, but couldn't fully explain that to the Ebens, so the Ebens made a sign placing both their hands on their chest and bowed their heads, and the team members knew that meant the body was dead. So they were able to like resuscitate the heart, but the body was dead and nothing could be done. Oh. Huh. Wild, so right? So he was, he was like in a coma? He was like the body was dead, but they were able to like target certain organs and make them come alive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So that was one of the people who died. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Another part of the story that I find, it's like when you're watching Harry Potter's. Mm -hmm. They're on a broomstick and they're playing Quidditch and like flying all over the place and that takes some imagination, mm -hmm. right? Apparently on this planet called Serpo where they took nine months to travel there and it's 30 fucking light years away from us. Yeah. The team witnessed the Ebens playing football. What? Yeah, dude. Wait, exactly like? They said it was wait, like basically real, like Real football, football or soccer? Real football. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Good. Americans. Exactly. No, they they called it, they didn't say what it was called, but they, the Ebens were playing touch football. <laughs> so I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they. it's like the Mayans played basketball there. They invented basketball or something. Like, so it's not like that far-fetched that, 
an ancient civilization or a very advanced civilization has the same sport that we do. Came from somewhere. They threw pick six in the first quarter. Yeah, no, um, no. Apparently, the the Edmonds were replicating, watching the humans play. Okay. And then they were copying them. So like we would play softball or we would That's play funny. football, and then the Edmonds would like copy it. So Serpo's just North Korea. Pretty much, yeah. Exactly. This is exactly. You're just everything you described was North Korea besides the temperature. They also like dancing. Okay. And like they would dance like in circles. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like this is just so they like had music. High schooler story. They had music. They had music, yeah. But it was like a it was like a bunch of tones. Okay. Which we always hear. Yeah. Alien music is always tones, right? They can't like you can't dance. They to that. couldn't invent one instrument that's not tones. I bet they can't dance very well. No soul. You said, but that's like how we invented electronic music, but we still use hella guitars and everything and pianos and everything. Yeah. Like we didn't just completely convert into electronic music like a sci-fi movie. Right. But that's how these stories tend to go. I don't know why. Because, I mean, maybe they evolved out of emotions. Like they don't have emotions. So like how can you connect and resonate to like certain types of music if you don't have emotions? But if it's electronic, so how do you, I mean, I guess you resonate more with that. Is that it? What? Why would they play music at all? Why would they dance at all? That's what I'm saying. Maybe they're a different con- level of consciousness that, like, yeah. they don't have like the same emotional spectrum, so like they don't resonate with certain with certain vibes. They can't vibe out to like some of our music. Got it. Thank you, thank you. Do they sing? No. <laughs> they do not sing. <laughs> can't sing. Can't even sing. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guess I would need more details. I think when I heard the story, there were some details that made me suspend disbelief a little bit. But then, um, yeah, there's just not enough that makes me go, oh, this definitely could have happened. Right. That's the thing about it. And and also, too, apparently they brought back a bunch of samples mm-hmm. from the planet. But like uh, they can't produce any of them. So that's nice. Yeah. You got a bunch of samples. Show us something. This is like the part of the Bob Lazar story that pisses me off mm-hmm. is when Bob is like, Hey, I, I got some of the element 115. Don't even sweat it. And it's like, can we see it? Yeah. And he's like, well, no, you can't see it. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I can't see it, dude. Just show it to us and we're good. Like, just show us element 115. Yeah. Super heavy element has been produced in a, like, in a quantifiable way or a, in such a substantial way that you can hold it in your hand, yeah. apparently. Which, by the way, when we use the polyhedron collider to to shove these molecules together to actually capture 115, a uh-huh. little bit of it, it's so infinitesimally small. It, it's not significant. If Bob Lazar was able to produce a brick of 115, everyone would go, holy fuck. I thought he said that like he can't produce it. They just left some. He claims that he took some. Oh, he took some? He took some. Oh. And in the Jeremy Corbell documentary where they had um, the FBI member shows up at Bob Lazar's place Mm -hmm. all of a sudden after many, many years of this story being out there because Bob Lazar admitted to having some 115. That's what they say. Yeah. That's why the FBI was there. We don't know. Maybe Bob's building a fucking bomb in his barn. Yeah. (laughs) No, we don't know. But like that's kind of weird. Yeah. But Bob said that he had some, so I'm like, just fucking show it to us, guys. Just show us some like, This entire subject is so plagued by like, well, I have some, but I can't show you. And no, like, I know. Mm-hmm. I was listening to this one story about this, like this alien guy, this guy that got abducted and like there was like one other chick that he got abducted with and they like, he found her like years later and like they're the only ones that know like the story or whatever and apparently he has like... Um, half hybrid alien children out there that were trying to contact him and like they'll show up every now and then and try to like contact him and he got a picture of one and but it disappeared off the off the camera like it disappeared and off now the we camera. got ring doorbells up and out the ass yeah you can just no they can they can disappear shit off of cameras doesn't even take like five hundred dollars to set your property up with like 17 cameras <laughs> no now. i don't i don't understand see that's why like like there's a certain level like i believe that there's enough planets in the fucking galaxy or like in in the universe that there has to be like the chances of there being intelligent life like there there have to be like there has to be like another planet that has intelligent life but 
which stories are and like there's all these ufos and i do believe that like maybe there could have been an advanced civilization that's visited us that has visited us maybe they even live in the center of the fucking earth i don't know that actually the hollow earth theory had way more cool details impressive details i agree giants uh, is way cooler than yeah giants and stuff than this story and um but like there hasn't been substantial evidence of any of it yet so mm. it's like all like a mystery that makes what makes it fun but also it makes you go damn why can't y'all just give us like one little thing that's why to me it's all creative writing until we see something i will but i will say though that like all the ufo formations like the like hours and hours and hours of footage of ufos that people have captured from everything from pedestrians to like navy people like people in the military high-ranking officials like you have footage from all walks of life that have over the past 50 years 70 years have submitted footage so that's undeniable there has to have been crafts where they're from we don't know who is on them or banning them are they even manned we don't know like there's yep. there's all of that stuff um but i yeah i like to have a healthy level of skepticism well i like but how i'm entertain i will entertain stories if you are able to like give me like enough how, details i like how consistent the stories tend to be yeah it's like you can see footage of people in the 50s even explaining ufos yeah. the same way that that the naval intelligence guys are explaining mm-hmm. them now and it's like the same shit. There's also a very early video that was taken. It's like I think it's like the probably what the first video of a UFO that was taken. Yeah. Um, on board a plane. So like this woman brought like this small little camera, at, on a plane, and she was like just checking out the clouds and stuff like that because like it's pretty remarkable to be on a plane and like yeah. all that stuff. And she gets a video of a UFO, and it's like, it's like um, the classic disc shape, but it has. Like almost like fins on the top and bottom. Okay. Of each of each side. Yeah. And you can see it, and it's really shitty grainy footage. Obviously, this is a very early camera, but you can see the UFO kind of rotate itself to the left, and then it kind of like, like fucking just close, um, get, gets smaller and smaller and smaller and disappears. And that's exactly what I saw in the nineties yeah. when we were moving, um, to California. We saw this bright light in the sky. It was just hanging there, hanging there, hanging there, hanging there for like 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden, it, and there was not a cloud in the whole sky. All of a sudden, uh, a, a, a cloud forms in a circle around the craft and it sucks inside of itself and it was gone. Yeah. And the cloud's gone and it's gone. And just like, that's crazy. And your brain can't comprehend what you just saw. You're, yeah. You're just like, what the fuck? We don't have anything like that. Here. Right. And my, my entire family saw it, my grandma saw it. My brothers and sisters saw it. It was wild. Wow. Yeah, it was sick. But that, but that's the same shit as like I see that video and I'm like, dude, that's exactly what I saw. Because there was no smoke around it. It was just like, fucking gone. Yeah. Well, that's how Bob Lazar explained intergalactic travel too. Was that it like create creates its own gravity, not yeah. like not like the pulls planet's itself. gravity, but there's like a B gravity that it pulls time and space together with the point that it's going to so like instead of having to travel this amount of distance nine months of distance like it folds yeah by creating enough gravity around it and it's like a donut shape envelops it and sucks it into wherever they're directing it to go that's how he described it right yeah which i thought was fascinating and those yeah you're saying like those stories all line up together so that that makes things go oh that's kind of cool like when there's consistencies across all these different stories another consistency that i see like with um abductee stories or even like encounter stories is that they communicated telepathically and the way that people are retelling the stories i've I've studied acting for a long time and they're like you there's certain like there's some the ways people say talk about this stuff like they're not acting they're they're not trained actors they're not they're recalling memory like the way that people recall memory they're, and if they are actors they're masters yeah like, and if they masters. are masters why if they are actors why haven't they been in any like oscar they films because they should there. get an oscar there, yeah. for their performances like some daniel day lewis is out there yeah or maybe they are the aliens doing a performance down you here you never know misinformation is wild misinformation is also wild too so they could just be plants yeah like we just just don't know so but no uh there's another thing too about that entire era which is for some reason the aliens seem to be obsessed with us 
not having nuclear weapons. Yeah, and, that's another consistency. Yeah, and so you constantly see and that undercurrent. There was that time where, like, um, there was like a this footage of a craft hovering above nuclear test sites, and all of those missiles became defunct. Yeah, and that was part of what has been leaking out from government sources over the last couple of years. Is yeah. that every time there's a lot of involvement in nuclear facilities with alien. Uh, quote unquote, like or unidentified craft, like yeah. interaction. So I will say there's like some really interesting parts that I find believable, like how that lines up with Admiral Byrd's story of him going and meeting this alien race that live inside the Earth, because he was not a like woo woo creative guy. He was a very like stern military high-ranking official like not the type to just make up stories and he said that he met like this race of people who said that they've been living here for a long time and like that this nuclear stuff has to go and they sent him back with that message like we need to stop using nuclear weapons because it's destroying like their ecosystem or whatever down there so that like that's crazy to me like that all the type of this person's backstory, how detailed they are with all their logs, how many things they did to become a high-ranking official, like very strict work ethic, how he writes about being silenced, like, and that's that stuff is very um, fascinating in a believable way to right. me. So, I mean, I don't know if there's people on the center of the earth. I don't know. I don't really know what I believe, but it, I just think that pe that those type of details make something believable well also part of any disinformation campaign is giving some truth so like you know admiral Byrd's story we know the story that we know that we find really interesting about it came from i think his kid recovered a diary from his attic or some shit like that yeah so there's like this diary in particular is the juicy one yeah but do we know for sure that it's admiral Byrd's shit like do we know for sure that he's saying all that stuff that's the part of it that like like I said, any good dis disinformation campaign, yeah, you 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 give some truth, but with with but like, or it could be total bullshit, but with some truth in it, and like for so we're talking about nuclear stuff right now, mm -hmm. and the day the earth stood still, which is like a very early like movie, like one of the like early alien movies, right? Yeah, the message of that is no, don't do fucking crazy shit, like with technology, like don't blow yourselves up. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing there. Like, so, you know, you you have Area 51, right? Mm -hmm. They made, they had Area 51 references all throughout the 90s and all kinds of different movies and stuff like that. And it just makes the talk about Area 51 seem hokey. Yeah. So now when you talk about Area 51, everyone's like, yeah, whatever, alien, like green men guy and all that shit. Uh -huh. But it, it definitely, like, because they integrate that stuff so well into Hollywood stuff and just yeah, fantastical stories. Yeah, they associate it with, like, Fantastical yeah, stories. Yeah, fantastical Total stories. bullshit. It's all fake. Little green men. And like how many newscasts have we watched over the years where it opens up with like, uh, is there life out there, Carol? And then they yeah. play the X-Files theme yeah, song. Yeah. And like they're just making fun of the, the subject matter before you get to hear the first minute of it. So that part of it I always found sus. Well, the green ones are fiction. It, they're because the aliens are gray, gray and everyone knows yeah, that. Exactly. So exactly. get over yourself. Yep. But like the Phoenix Lights, people were like, thousands of people were like, yo, this is like not just separate lights. This is a one craft. It's obfuscating the light. Yeah, there was one that was like the size of like four city blocks or something. That was this one. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yo, this isn't just like four lights in the sky, like a bunch of flares is what the military said it was mm -hmm. like the next day, right? This is like one a huge single craft. thing. Single shape that is blocking out the night sky like what's up with that and then all the newscasts about it are laughing mm -hmm. every single one it's sort of weird how the, how uniform all that is like yeah there's not anyone just being like this is kind of crazy they we, we talked to a bunch of witnesses they all saw the same thing but instead they're like you know hey uh, carol you watch the x-files <laughs> apparently some people watch a little too much well i mean you're only you're kid we're conditioned to believe a certain reality too so there's that like imagine being like back in the i don't know 1400s or whenever all those explorers were doing were exploring the world and like you're one of like the native 
tribes in one of the places they were visiting and then all of a sudden this craft this huge craft comes out of the ocean <laughs> that you've never seen before and these white tall people come off the boat and it's like that probably sounds unbelievable to like if you told that story to some other tribe yeah you know because it's like Get to it's pretty it. crazy like you hadn't seen that yet yeah you in your reality so that wasn't even a possibility in your realm of of what's you know in your realm of reality um so yeah i don't know like we could just think of all this stuff as hokey and and far-fetched because we just haven't been it hasn't been introduced to our reality i think they mix the true with the fake and they do and they do a great job of it makes a perfect swirl that's how they keep us controlled yep well that's all the time we have for anyway, today. guys that's Everybody. all the time we have today but we hope that you all had a great a great week eerie time with yeah, us exactly in this alien episode let's go that injects some of Nikki's tinfoil hat conspiracies. I think all of them. We got them all in one. All in one. <laughs> we were bundled deal. Yeah. We talk about aliens. We got to talk about the government fucking us. And, and Hollow Earth. <laughs> and Hollow Earth. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm, a couple years um, from the alien invasion hoax? Yeah, like five years. Five years. Okay. Nikki says five years in 2023. Let's find out. Yeah. I mean, they, they got to do something. <laughs> global pandemic didn't work <laughs> nice try <laughs> nice perfect ender all right we'll see you guys on the, uh, we'll see you guys in the next one bye bye